yeah, well, it's something that I've always wanted to do and uh, always wanted to do it after a successful hunt. So, what a better, no better time. So, um, welcome to the Wild the Free podcast. That's it. <laughs> as amateur as we may be. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the Wild the Free podcast. This is something we've been talking about doing for a couple of years now, and it all just came together recently. Um, hope you enjoy this first episode, and stay tuned if you want to hear more. We'd love to have some of you legends on the show in the future, and uh, just have a chat about anything outdoors related, and hear some of your hunting stories. Alright, thanks folks. So we've got um, my best mate Nick with us, with us tonight. Alright mate, how was your day? It was good. It was mate. a it was, freaking uh, good afternoon. It was a very good afternoon. Uh, first buck, which is which is wonderful. Uh, it's been a long time coming, really. Had a uh, miss, well, had a half opportunity last year, uh, but just didn't get the shot, so couldn't pull the trigger. Mate, I've been trying to get you on a buck for the best part of two years, and you keep letting me down. Oh, well, not today. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, that was good, and uh, obviously this year, this is really third time. We missed quick, out in the righto. Yeah, quick trip in March. It's not, for, not for not trying, we just didn't have enough time. Yeah, yeah, between work and kids and life. Um, yeah, but, but thankfully we got it done, middle, end of June, last weekend in June. So it's, and it's um, definitely the best time to be out here. Like, yeah. I love wearing thermals. Yeah, it's, it is. I hate having to take them off. Yeah. That's uh, a pretty special part of the world, really. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, we are literally in Nundle State Forest right now. Uh, we just got back from a big pack out. Yeah, it's, uh, it was long. Well, it felt long anyway. It was probably about 30 metres. But it <laughs> felt real long. <laughs> there was a few breaks between, the, uh, between starting and finishing. It feels longer when you fall over every tree too. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, yeah. can't help that I got two left feet. So we, um, <laughs> we, we went out yesterday and um, racked up some kilometres. I think we did probably 14, 15, 16 kilometres and did not see a deer. Um, not really that much sign at all. And then uh, today we were nothing but optimistic and um, yeah, finally got onto some numbers this morning. And had a good feel on the Savi. Yeah. And it'll all come together. It did, yeah. And that's all you can ask for. It's interesting in that this is a spot where you've obviously you've got a got a couple last year. Uh all in yeah. a pretty close area really. Very close. I got one last yeah. just a doe last year. Um so yeah, all within oh, five hundred meters of each other, sort of as the crow flies. Um and uh, but yeah, obviously yesterday trying to explore some new territory, and um, yeah, didn't didn't come off as we hoped. Uh, there's a little bit of sign there, but uh, it'll be hard hard to go back there when you can come here. And and like you said, this morning came in. Uh, as you'll see on the video, if you haven't checked, look at the video. Um, saw you saw four this morning. Uh, bumped. Sort of, well, I saw them and then they caught the wind. 
Um, and then also we saw a young spiker and a young doe um, together, probably sort of, I guess, yearlings thereabouts. But, uh, but yeah, they let them go. So um, this, um, this particular patch that we're hunting today, um, I, I named it two buck after last year's rut trip when I got two bucks in just under five minutes with the bow. And um, as of this afternoon, it is now named Four Buck. How stinking good. Mm. And, um, you know, like spots like this don't really come that easy. Like, how many trips did it take us? Like, we've got, we've got another spot we call the Honey Hole and Three Pig, for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another video. And, um, you know, that, that's just hours and kilometres of walking. And... And even driving. Kilometres you know, driving. It's a 1,000k round trip. Weekends away time. from family. So, which is all part and parcel. Obviously, anyone that's listening is, is probably already into hunting or getting into it. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's part of the fun. You have to sort of commit that time, especially in state forest. Uh, I haven't done a great deal of deer hunting on private access, but um, it's fairly different um, in regards to... You can pattern the animals a little bit better if you've got, you know, paddocks... Now pasture into some vegetation, whereas up here it's um it's just lots of scrub, so they've uh, they can be a little bit more uh, a little bit more hard to pattern, I guess. Yeah, not and yeah, not only is the animal probably a little bit more switched on, but the country's way more up and down and a lot thicker. There's no there's no grazing land. There's no there's no the only fringes are between the natives and the pines. Um, it definitely is a lot harder, and like we were saying on the, like when we were driving down here uh, a couple of days ago, I rate it. <laughs> yeah. Like some people, some like we were, we were talking about people that don't want to be photographed with blaze orange hat on, and I get it. But at the same time, if you if you're in a photo with a deer that you've taken in the state forest, like you can just anybody that's hunted state forest know how hard that has been to come by. Um. And it's some of the best country you ever see. Mm. And it's interesting. I mean, everyone's different. Nothing against anyone's hunting styles. It's we're all in it. You know, we're all part of the same team, sort of thing. But, you know, we dropped into that private access block on the way down. Yeah. Uh, and the plan was always to to still come here and spend the majority of the time here. Uh, and we sort of committed to that, regardless of what we saw at that that private access. So it's a it's a funny old old thing that you try and make it hard for yourself but uh but when it comes off it's it's good it's a good reward so. yeah we're pretty um pretty fortunate that we have the like the public hunting that we have in new south wales oh like yeah it's amazing like especially being from central queensland myself and like i didn't even know you get hunt for deer in queensland and not and it's not because they're not there it's just that you can't hunt public land there's no awareness around it um and it's more privileged, like you gotta have that private access to, to get in there and get amongst it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we're very fortunate like you said. Um, but yeah, with that comes a bit of bit of hard work, but I think uh, I think I think it was Stephen Rennell that talked about it. How, you know, fun can be rated in sort of different levels. Your roller coasters are a fun for an instant, whereas things like this where you trudge around the mountain for two days, uh, get frustrated, 
uh, and then all of a sudden it comes together and it's been an amazing sort of weekend. Um, so, yeah, definitely. And, like, what are the chances that it came off like it did this army? Yeah. Honestly. So it must have been, I don't know, about 4.30 in the army. And um, Nick and I had split up. And anybody that watches our videos um, knows that I've, like, just been hunting with a bow for the last couple of years. But I'll put up with these larrikins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I actually had a couple of people question me about what's it like hunting with a bow when the other mates are hunting with a rifle. But um, in all honesty, it's just come, come together a couple of times for me where people will bump deer onto you or something like that. Um, but I think it's also about you know communication. <coughs> we set out our strategies that if it's a doe uh, or yeah. if, it's, if it's a single deer, uh, it's, it's dumpies go and that's just the rules of it uh and it, you know if i can set up in a position where we think it's going to go um then yeah yeah work, but, but i mean beyond that too it's like i'm nothing but stoked to see you get a deer at any time and vice versa yeah um so yeah we've sort of got like an unspoken rule between us where like you know if it's a doe and it's within 40 meters it's if it's a if it's a bow shot it's a bow shot um, well, if it's like we said this morning, there was four, there was three does and a buck, um, and I felt like I had Buckley's chance of getting in on those. So I was straight on the UHF to Nick, because um, no one wants to go home empty-handed. I don't, I don't mind where my meat comes from, as long as it comes from state forest, I'm happy. Uh, it doesn't have to be my by my hand. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, the, yeah. Then the Savi, I um, everything all just sort of came together and. As it turned out, I um, got onto a young spiker and I was just watching him there for a few minutes. You'll see in the video. And then um, another nice big buck come up behind him, probably one of the best I've seen in the state forest. And I don't know, I sort of made a little bit of a move, not realizing there was a third one that was already in the mixer. And then I um, don't know whether I stepped on a twig or something like that or whether they got a little bit of a wind. And then they sort of chuffed off around the corner in front of Nick, and um, <laughs> he ha he took the shot, and yeah. I was feeling a little bit frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll preface this with uh, we were we were in communication, <coughs> so we knew where each other was. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. It, it was definitely between. a game plan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but thankfully, it uh, it was advantageous for both of us. Yeah. In regards to we were sort of on the same, I guess, altitude around the spur, and they headed back towards you. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd headed down anyway because um, before you took the shot, I was already sort of take, I was already putting on a little bit of a stalk, and then a couple of them moved off, and I still had eyes on a really good buck, which probably incidentally turned out to be the one you shot, um, and I was sort of moving on down to him and I got within probably honestly like 30 metres from him but there was just no shot it was really thick short eucalyptus and then um, he sort of just disappeared and I lost sight of him for a couple of minutes and then um, you come in over the comms saying you had the had the shot so yeah. I was thinking I had the bow hunters curse there for a few minutes and then anyway um, and <laughs> the deer that Nick shot comes around the corner and basically expires about 30 metres from me with another spiker in tow. And um, 
didn't see, seemed pretty reluctant to leave his side, so I took the shot. Which is, uh, and something we were, we were talking about, obviously. It's sort of strange behaviour, really, and whether any of the experts out there uh, have an opinion on it. But, you know, last year we saw a buck with does in July, uh, whereas you'd assume that they'd be in bachelor mobs already. Um, this year, obviously, end of June, and it's almost like it was sort of defensive behaviour, like rut behaviour, where that spiker was, yeah. you know, hanging that's, around. But that's three mobs now midwinter. So that was that one last year, and that yeah. was what, like six or seven does with one buck. Yeah. This morning, that was one buck with three does, and then this morning, this afternoon, it was two bucks with two does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Strange, and whether it's maybe later ruts or something, but. Um, yeah, I, I was almost expecting to come up here uh, and and try and get onto a bachelor mob, really. Um, so especially when we initially sort of first thing this morning, uh, the wind was sort of playing funny buggers today, so it made it a little bit hard. Yeah, um, it's, it not, it's not unusual here. Yeah, it was swinging back and forth. So we got winded uh, pretty early on, but they were very close. Um, we were sort of checking out of what we expected to be an old scrape that we saw in uh saw a little spiker on uh in april start of april uh and it still looked like there was a fair bit of activity on it you know tracks and bits and pieces and then all of a sudden you know from 20 30 meters just below us just over the little next bank uh we heard a, a group of or what we assume was deer bolt out and we we figured that that was the same group uh, that we got onto this morning, that small mob, uh, because we tried to get around it, and it essentially, and then we did, and then they sort of went around us again, and we ended up crossing paths again, so, um, well, that's what we assume, you know, potentially it might have been this group that we saw this morning, or, uh, but either way, there's, uh, we know there's plenty of deer in this little area. Um, yeah, no, it's been a sensational day, really. Mm. Comparing... <laughs> to yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. two days of extremes. Yep. So, and, and interesting that uh, the sign is uh, is not as sort of prolific as we would expect. Um, obviously, in like the the honey hole where we we head over, um, often there's heaps more sign, not necessarily more deer, but just heaps more scout, heaps more tracks. Um, and yet it hasn't been as productive. Whereas here, there, ha there was a, obviously a bit more today. Um, and we're getting onto some, some good sign this afternoon. But uh, yeah, not as much as I was expecting. So I guess it shows that it's not all about all about heaps of sign. They can still be in the area. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, that's it. It's just like anything, there's a certain portion of luck that comes into it. And as it turns out, we're lucky enough tonight to as soon as we wrap this up, we'll throw some backstrap on the fire. Yeah, be good. And, and one thing that um, that I was definitely cognizant of uh, this afternoon when the wind was, you know, this morning it was swirling around. Um, and then this afternoon it sort of just died off. Uh, there wasn't much of a prevailing wind at all. Um, but the way we sort of approached that spur that we were going, we knew that's where we're setting out for, um, was trying to use sort of the thermals. Um, I'm big on thermals, whether I actually know what I'm doing or not um, is yet to be de determined, but 
you know, with lack of wind, knowing that if we can get those thermals, the wind, oh, sorry, the temperature was really dropping off quite quickly this afternoon and, uh, and dropping down the hill. So if we get, get around them and let our scent drop down the valley um, so that we weren't coming in over the top of them and, and them winding us. And really it sort of worked with no wind and uh, that didn't wind us really at all. So. No. And um, even that direction I chose to walk this harvey, like that was just a flip of the coin really. Like that's what it comes down to. It's just being in the right place at the right time. I could have easily went the other direction. I was, I was thinking about heading down to that um, eastern flank to scout down over those pig flats and ended up just backing up over the ridge. Yep. So, so um, just good. Little little lesson from the uh, from the rookies is uh, hunt. Are we, have, the, have are we the rookies? We're the rookies. Yeah, that's big what time. I thought. I, yep. I assume you meant so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with the wind, have a game plan. But be prepared to change it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So obviously, that's every hunt, basically. Yeah. Especially in a state forest, like where it, it is just so undulating and yep. like around. like literally this morning, the wind was coming from one eighty from where it was supposed to be, mm. and literally. it was and it was switching. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So that obviously makes it hard. But I, I remember, you know, our our real sort of the rut, um, the rut which didn't help us definitely day one. Um, we had our game plan. And then stuck to it probably a little bit too. Yeah, um, I had in mind strongly. where I wanted to hunt. Yeah, more about you know what I mean, rather than being willing to change. I was just like, no, nah, this is where I want to hunt. This is where I feel the deal deal will be. But when you move in, there's no point going to your destination with the wind on your back. Yeah, because yeah. next minute your your dream destination that you you feel the deer are going to be there. There's nothing there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely hunt the wind. Just keep. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's and it is it is hard work. Is no one wants to backtrack or no one wants to work their way around a ridge where they don't want to be. But you, that's that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. So and and it worked well. Obviously, this morning uh, after we bumped those that first little mob, uh, we took a heck of a detour, went completely back, and then down into some really rubbish country right at below, yeah. um, and then back back up the to that bench. Yeah, um, yep. So, and as it turned out, we probably worked our way right around those deer. Yeah. We probably did a circle right around yeah. them. So we yeah. probably just wasted our time, but. Doing the tango together. Anyway, yeah. It's all part and parcel. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, by no means, obviously this is Dumpy's, this is Dumpy's thing. Um, by no means are we professionals or anything. Uh, it's just sort of, uh, it's pretty cool, obviously for us to, with the YouTube videos and that, we can look back at them in 10 years and see, you know, the stupid things we did or the successes we had. Um, and also, you know, uh, if we can accelerate someone else's learning curve by sort of sharing what we've learned, um, yeah, 100%. which is good. Cause I remember the, like getting into it, uh, yeah. you know, Profty on YouTube, um, Aussie Bush Harvest, if you haven't watched him, he's awesome. Uh, and gives lots of great information. Oh. You can just see it's, He's just loving like, it. It's just priceless information. Yeah, which is what it's all about. It's, um, you know, it's, we're, we're all, like I said before, we're all part of the same team in regards to hunting, whether you're bow hunting, rifle hunting, you know, dogs, going for pigs and whatever. Um, so it's all, all part of the same community. Come on, so. mate. We all know bow hunters are like, you know, the cream. <laughs> the cherry on top. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 
come on, you know, I've been I've been trying to tell Nick for yonks, you know, to like hunt like a man. Oh, <laughs> tickets over here. <laughs> Anyways, no, it's, uh, it's good fun. Good, good yeah. to get out in the mountains and. No, it's, it is awesome. Like we haven't been doing this long, and we haven't got that many videos. And like like you were saying, I more or less wanted to just have something to look back on because, and you know, I knew we had something to share on YouTube, but. Like, it's awesome when you get messages that people that are wanting to get into it or something like that, and they message you, like, and they're like, oh, thanks for, like, thanks for your advice, and what do you have any... And they'll message you asking for more advice, and that's awesome because sometimes you feel like you don't have much to give, but you never know who you can help, so... Yeah, yeah, big time. And uh, and it's all those, you know, like like all everything in life, it's getting a bit philosophical now, uh, but it's those stuff-ups that you make that are uh, you, you definitely learn from them. Um, and also, you know, I, th I think it's good to sort of challenge yourself and um, you get the reward out of that. So I think making it easy is, uh, is good and it's, and it's, you know, metrically it's more successful because you get a heap more. So um, speaking yeah. of challenge, mate, the challenges you put yourself through in life, why hunting for you? Oh. <laughs> uh, Getting deep now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, don't know. But as long as I've known you, you've been super interested in particularly guns and shooting. And then yeah. it's sort of just, I don't know, I, we I, didn't really talk about it much for a couple of years. No. Yeah, I, 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 I know, like, I knew you'd been out shooting west and stuff like that with mates. And I grew up, like, my brother, my older brothers went shooting and I, we used to go shooting. And when you say shooting, I'm talking, you know, like, a little bit idiotic and, like, I'm a bit remorseful looking back now, like sort of just mindlessly shooting anything that moves. Um, yeah. Very different from what we're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know I don't know in regards to hunting if there is a sort of a defined answer or if there's a moment that I'm like, yeah, this is, this is good. Um, like you said, I've always been into sort of uh, being outside, whether that's, you know, fishing. Um, I was always that kid that would be going and trapping birds and doing stuff that I probably shouldn't have been. Um, putting nets under under drain culverts to catch all the swallows that had nested under there. And um, just a real mongrel. Yeah, just a real. Yeah. Yeah, not a great. No, that's not a great kid. Uh, and then yeah, obviously, just did like pig shooting and stuff. Went out west, um, which you know it's good fun. Uh, you get a heap of mates together and um, yeah, they they're good. But. Uh, never really was super excited by it and again I've got nothing against anyone that does um, and then I guess yeah just sort of falling into to deer hunting um, and that's where it's sort of taken a whole new level um, I mean Kate sort of yeah well I mean that first that first hunt you and I literally did our first deer hunt together out at Steve's on that private access. Mm. And that was the first for both of us. And that was just something we both fell into mutually, really. Like, we both just started talking about it and we are like, let's give this a go. And then it must have been just after that first hunt we did together, we are like, let's go get the R licenses. Yeah. Yeah, just open it up. Um, and just I remember I took, a bow. I, I took a bow on that trip. Yeah, you did, yeah. <sighs> Never again. <laughs> <laughs> I would have yeah. had my first buck a heck of a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because, yeah, literally, literally first morning on the ground, Nick sees, like, this really good rooster stag on this property. 
And um, like literally, like this is like the first morning I've ever hunted for deer. And <laughs> I'm like walking like two meters in front of Nick. And like we just walk out onto a clearing and Nick's like, deer, deer, deer. And I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, oh yeah, you, you're joking me, mate. Like, come on. Yeah, I know you're pulling me leg. And um, yeah, she was all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got side of us and it took off and that was... That yeah. was that. The only other thing I remember about that morning was I'd had uh, onions the night before. And um, onions do not come on camping trips, hunting trips with us anymore for that reason. Yeah, I don't, don't even remember that yeah, part. I, I remember that because I was feeling pretty bad. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It may have even... Hunt the it, wind. Might, hunt the wind, yeah. It might, it might not have even been the fact that that deer saw us. Yeah. It might have, you like... Smelt, yeah, yeah, literally. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, onions are banned. Yep. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, so in regards to is there a sort of a wire hunter, is there a defined reason? Um, oh, I just love it, eh? It's, yeah. it's good, you know, like I said, to challenge yourself, constantly learning, um, you know, and there's so much stuff that goes into it. Obviously, you buy a heck of a lot of gear and it ends up being expensive. Um, but, you know, you... For me, anyway, I've sort of got into reloading a bit now, um, just having a bit more fun with it, uh, trying different gear out, spending too much money. Um, so yeah, and it's it's just a challenge. It's um, it's like nothing else I've sort of I've had. Um, obviously, fishing is is quite similar, um, but uh, but you don't. Well, for me, anyway. Lots of people do, but for me, I don't sort of put myself in those situations where uh, I'll take a weekend and be like, all right, I'm going wherever, you know, uh, and, and spend a lot of time there. Um, so I guess from that commitment where you allocate that time, take off work, um, you really appreciate it a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, in a roundabouts way, that's that's me. Yeah. What about you, mate? Why uh, <laughs> Why do you hunt? Well, my story's a bit different to most, as you know. Like, being, <laughs> like, I was a good couple of years that I was vegan before I got into hunting, and 100%, it led from one thing to the other. And, I said, like, that's a story for another time, but, um, yeah, I just, I believe in, you know, growth as a person, and just always being willing to change or whatever else, but 100%, it was my my love for animals and wildlife and nature that led me from <laughs> being vegan to hunting. And I've always had an affinity for deer, like there's no doubt about that. Um, always been interested in hunting, just didn't realise we had such great access in Australia until I was a little bit little bit older in life. Now I'm trying to play catch up. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a... It would have been good to get into it 10 years ago before... Oh, yeah. Before kids and... Yeah, but you might not have kids if you'd got into this yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be single. <laughs> <laughs> you probably yeah. wouldn't even meet any women, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be out it. here every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But, and um, if there are any blokes out there that are single and they're, you know... Getting into it. Yeah. Go hard now, son. You might, might <laughs> yeah. need to take some time and try other things, eh? Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, family life's pretty good, too. Yep. Uh yeah, no, I just better thought I better throw that in there in case the wife ever listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyways. Yeah. It's, uh, but oh, I mean, that's. I'm looking forward to bringing my kids out here one day. Mm. It'd be good. But no, but to go back to like why you hunt, 
to sum it up, I reckon is when you take your first, and I did, look, when I took my first, as it turned out, the first two deer uh, in one afternoon, it was, you know, pretty emotional and I felt everything. I was at the, in that moment, I was 100% happy to never hunt again until I ate that meat. And you can't, you can't explain the feeling of when you eat something that you've taken and, um, you know, like even Reef, my my young son, he's um, his first meat was like from a, a buck that I killed. So that's again, that's just priceless, and I think that's life experience. Mm. You can't buy that. I mean, you can in like a lot of hunting equipment <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, fuel. We sure and, paid for it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, you can't. It's life's just all about experiences. I think. Yeah. Definitely, you don't you don't remember what you spent on hunting equipment when you die, but you remember being out here and. You don't remember anything when you're dead. That's true. So. <laughs> That's true. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's uh, it's good fun. Like you said, it makes you, makes you work hard. That pack out this afternoon wasn't much fun, obviously. Yeah. Uh, compared to the sort of, you know, when you're going to New Zealand and that, it's it's nothing. Yeah. But, but trudging through the dark, uh, we thought we'd be the the smart option and not try and get onto any tracks too early. We thought we'd just make get elevation first but that was yeah I, I hate to say the obvious mate but you definitely know Cameron Haynes that's for sure no no well for one I uh, I don't shoot a bow no no you're not that manly no and I uh sure as shit couldn't <laughs> run that far <laughs> don't do that anyways, yeah. no he can he can have that they uh, they invented bikes and cars for a reason yeah and yet then he cops nothing but criticism for like becoming such a weapon at what he does when really yeah. like it definitely definitely improves your game oh yeah yep yeah that's one thing i really noticed um getting into hunting um is you have to be sort of look after yourself not just when you're hunting oh, speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> well for me like a big thing is when i'm training in that um getting your heart rate down really quick so this is obviously again if you're just getting into it uh if you can practice for shooting anyway and i guess bow as well um yeah slowing your heart rate down quickly uh so that if you're trudging up a mountain and you see something you can take that you know a few extra seconds just as a nice deep breathing drop that heart rate and then you know you're going to get good shot placement um you know we've all you know had you know, missed time shots and that have uh, either yeah you rushed it or uh, the shot just wasn't on, uh, and you you don't forget those. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you can if you can do those little extras, practice in that sort of scenario. That's a big thing I noticed. My first first year that I got, which was here, um, oh, geez, my heart rate was going a million miles an hour. Uh, it was the first deer I'd actually seen uh, in a forest, and yeah, I was it was racing, uh, and the shot wasn't great. Got the job done, but it's it's uh, it's not all about that. I think it's nice to uh, see a plan come together, and I'm very lucky in that I've got my own shooting range at home, which helps. Uh, but yeah, if you can if you can be proficient at it, it it's you feel a little bit better at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. And 
like obviously just in the last few weeks, knowing we were coming out this weekend, like I ramped up, you know, my bow shooting at home for that reason. But then I felt a bit silly too because when you have to ramp up your practice for a hunt, you're probably not doing enough anyway. You really, it should be like a you know a daily thing. Mm. Um, yeah, no, sure. Look, you're always going to ramp it up a little bit, but. Yeah, you can, it's pretty easy to slack off, but it's it's definitely all about the little things that you do right when you're out here. Yeah. Uh, well, well, when one day when we get Bluey on here, we'll ask him about his heart rate when he took his first deer in a state forest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, I actually uh, uh, will let Bluey tell the story. Yeah. But at one point, I had oh, to tell the story. I, I grabbed him on the shoulder. <laughs> And I was like, Bluey, have a, have a breath. You're shaking like a leaf. Um, and he, of all of us, is the one that I would assume would just be cool as a cucumber. Yeah. No, but anyway, the blue dog, he's a... Uh, I'd, I'd, had, um, I'd had a couple before I took my first year, and I'd, I'd had a couple of blowing stalks, obviously with a bow. And um, so I had a little bit of practice just knowing what, you know, it's pretty easy to get excited and lose... Yeah, and when, when your heart rate is up, you don't do those little things well. Um, anyway, then I was probably fortunate enough that too, when I did get my first bark, I'd been waiting in that particular spot for about eight hours. So, yeah. <laughs> so oh, if anything, <coughs> if anything there was nothing but impatience. And um, I was like, hurry up, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, very good. Any other points, mate? Points. Or any other discussion Yeah, I, I just read um, on Facebook this week that, I, I, look, no, it might have been Instagram. Um, someone I follow somewhere along the line said they got amongst a bachelor mob and when you find, at this time of the year particularly, when you find one, you find them all. And 100%, that has been our experience this weekend. Yesterday, nothing. Today, uh, what, what have we seen in the end? You saw you, there was. You said there was actually two does this arby. Yeah. So, so that's, four, four, that's ten, so ten deer. Ten deer just as, uh, just today. In in a very small area, really. Oh, yeah, um, like an eight hundred meter radius, really. Obviously, it's a bit of a spur that comes out and sort of just drops off in that. Shh. Um, oh, yeah, there's only one of them in, in Nundal. Um, but yeah, it, it really geographically, it's quite a small area um, for there to be different groups. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, it's a bit uh, of a beehive. Yeah, which is which is good. Um, Plenty of pig sign around too. I, I can't believe we haven't seen. I was I was tipping us to get amongst the pigs this weekend because um, another bloke we chat to a little bit. Uh, he got onto some last weekend, and there was plenty about. And then um, they should be around plenty for this this weekend, mm. like yeah. the cold temperatures. Like you said, there's plenty of sign. Yeah, pigs are signed. So that's right. I'd rather take a deer. Yeah, no, me too, mate. There's backstrap in the Yeti, and that's all that matters, really. That's why I'm here. Yep, that'll be good. And then head back for work. Yeehaw. Yeah. Anyways. So Excellent. what's next, mate? What's on the bucket list? What's your biggest bucket list item? Oh. New Zealand? Def oh, yeah, definitely yeah. New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand Reds. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yep, I think that'll be... Ideally, in the next couple of years. Sounds good. Uh, and then one day elk yeah. in, in the States. Definitely. Um, Hopefully, by then you're under a bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll yeah. see, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'll keep trying. I'll keep working on that. That's it. I, I got the boat. It's sitting hanging up in the room, so it's uh, it's always there, ready to go. But um, yeah, I, I do I do like rifles. Um, but yeah, so so reds in New Zealand, hopefully in the next few years, uh, and then elk at some point. Definitely. Um, yeah, if I can have them and and one day make sure I make it happen. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. That's I, I think elk for me is just that's probably the pick of them. Yep. Definitely. Um, I don't care where it is, Montana or somewhere. That'd be nice. Yep. Um. But really, like, other than that, I'd just like to put myself in good places, eh? Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think I think New Zealand for us, uh, and I'm sure Australia's got stacks, um, stacks of, you know, good reds. Uh, and obviously, uh, Clark McGee's doing a, a good job up in the Mary Valley trying to get really red numbers up. Uh, and those hunting opportunities. Um so, yeah. He doesn't. He, is that the he doesn't want state forest hunting open though, does he? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think I was talking to Bluey about that. I'm, I look, I might have this wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was opposed to state forest hunting in Queensland. Yeah, right. I'm, and I might look. I might have that wrong, but yeah. that to me, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, taxpayers just pay so much for you know aerial culling and everything like that. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. This Queensland has just got so many beautiful pine plantations, mm. just so much access. Yep. And uh, I understand there's you know safety concerns, all that, but I think if you look at the model that New South Wales DPIs, you know, done over the job they've done over the years and the money that it brings in towards conservation and everything like that, how can you go wrong? Yeah. 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 It's huge. And here we are, like on public land like that everyone belongs to everyone um yeah um, so yeah but can't take it for granted no that's it it's um yeah we're pretty lucky um so yeah it's a matter of enjoying it and making the most of it really so we'll, uh, hopefully be here for the years to come oh like yeah said, like if, even if we can bring the uh, young yeah. we've both got young blokes if we can bring them here and and even the girls, if they want to come, more than happy with that. Um, but yeah, just the opportunities that they've got will be good, and then they learn to appreciate uh, appreciate their food and understand where it comes from. And um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty important and pretty special to be able to have that that connection with your food and 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 provide that to your family. Yeah, and that's it. Any anyone that hunts knows the misconception based on hunting. The public, the public image, and it just couldn't be further from what it actually is about. So, what do you think of that? On that note, wrap it up. Put some backstrap. Yep, yes. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Uh, Till next time. The wild and the free. And, uh... How good. Show us your head, Nick. Show us your head, mate. Not that <laughs> head. I don't want to see that ugly mug. <sighs> now, closer, closer. Close up. Oh, look at that. Oh, that almost looks, looks like demonic. Yeah. Is that, is that demonic? demonic? Yeah, I thought it might. Yeah. It's uh, a bit. Yeah.